Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. So today... I'm going to be taking you on a little tour behind the scenes, behind the scenes of my business. And the reason why I thought that that would be a fun thing to do is because I am currently four days away from Passionate and Prosperous Live. So by the time you're hearing this episode, it's going to be Um, This is going to come out, I don't know, like mid to late November 2022. If you're new to the show, hello. You should know that by the time you're hearing this, we will just have had our first Passion and Prosperous community event, a live event, a two-day event happening here in New York City and also virtually that many of the amazing people who listen to this show and who come to all of the trainings and workshops that I do and join all my programs and work with me um, are going to be at, right? That that so many of you have signed up to be at, at the event. So as of when I'm recording this, though, it has not happened yet. And I am four days away. And as I was getting ready to record, which I record this show on Monday nights, and I really try not to miss. The only time I ever miss or reschedule is like if it's a holiday or if I'm sick, which it just so happens that a couple of weeks ago, I did get sick. I got this respiratory thing and I I even wanted to record because I did not want to like delay and set us back. It, it it sets off a whole chain reaction of so many things like getting off track and because we were getting so close to um, the event. But I had to. I had to not record. And therefore, um, that like interfered with my flow. And, you know, the show is part of my business. And so the reason why I wanted to give you this little behind the scenes today was because I really believe (laughs) that many of you, and I know this to be true for my clients because I get to talk to my clients all the time. I, I think that sometimes there's this belief that if things were going well or if things were going right or if you had a good business or if you were good at it or if you were creative or if you were smart or if you were whatever, that somehow you would have no obstacles, that there would be nothing getting in your way, that everything would be easy, that it would just be so flowing. And, you you know, and I do think that sometimes we get into that mindset. It's easy to get into the mindset where we look at our own experience and we make a lot of shit up about how for other people it's different. And so the reason why I thought 
and I always think it's helpful. I, I mean, I think that that's one of the reasons why I created the show, to be honest with you. I created this show because I really wanted to be, in a way, an industry industry disruptor because I I wanted to come on and not make everything seem like it's so easy to make six figures, like you can just make passive income while you fucking sit on the beach drinking a pina colada, um, that you could just go to sleep and wake up and have, you know, thousands of dollars in your bank account. I'm not saying that that's not ever possible, but I do think that the way that it's presented by the people who, yeah, well, I don't know, dangle that in front of you um, is not always real. It's not always accurate. It's not always telling you the whole story. And so a big part of what this show is about for me is telling you the real deal in a good way, because I... I think it's better for you not to think that there's something wrong with your experience. I think it's better for you to know that your experience is right on par with the experience of many other people, including very successful people. And you may see me as a successful person, you know, um, and I, I see me as a successful person. And so I want to make sure that you know, like, what it takes to do the shit that I do. And I also want you to know like what really goes on in in my life and business, right? Because this show is called like, you know, ha- about having a passionate and prosperous life and business, right? Not just business. And I want to share it with you because I do believe that it'll help you. And one thing that I know is that my clients, you know, I teach them to do the model, the very same thing that I do in my business, just on a different scale. So the fact that I'm putting on this big event on Friday and Saturday of this week, this two-day live event, eight hours each day, um, you know, it's a big deal. It kind of feels like I'm putting on a combination of like a one-woman show and like a little wedding <laughs> because there's all of this physical stuff involved like tablecloths and, you know, the the pretty folders and the printed handouts and the, you know, I'm not going to say, well, I guess by the time this comes out, it won't be a secret, but I got these like really awesome um, journals for everyone and and custom glittery pencils. And, you know, there's just so many things. There's catering for the lunch and, you know, or making sure that like that we have all the things that, you know, in the room and making it nice. And that has nothing to do with what I'm going to be doing in terms of like what I'm teaching and the content at the event and then having slides so that there's a visual for things. And then on top of that, that, you know, we had to like, you know, create the event and market it and promote it. And then everyone that is signing up, we have to make sure that they have what they need because this is an in-person and virtual event. So we're managing like two different streams of people. And, you know, I feel very responsible that the for the people that are coming live to New York, some people are local, but some people are traveling to New York and I want everyone to feel safe and like they know what they're doing. And so there's a lot, like there's a fucking lot going into this, right? And we've been planning this for months. And 
And I'm making a huge investment. This is not about making money, this event. This is, this is my wanting to create a way for this community to connect and to come together. I need to be with you. I need to meet you. I need to, I need to like, build my relationship with you. I want to, right? And so that's what the event is about. And and so we've been doing this for months. I say we because it takes a whole team, right, that I'm the hel- at the helm of. But we've got all of this planning, all of this stuff. And, and there's so much that goes into it behind the scenes. And a lot of what goes into it behind the scenes is the same stuff that goes into the the things that I want you to be doing, maybe just on a smaller scale. Now, you might look at what I'm doing and go, I want that one day. I want to do a live two-day event. I want to, you know, put on something like that. And great. And hopefully when you're ready to do that, maybe I'll be your coach by then and I'm going to help you do it the way that my coach has helped me do it. Um, Or you may be someone who wants to do retreats, or you may be someone who wants to have a group program, or you may be someone who wants to do courses, or you may be someone who wants to work one-on-one with people, but wants to do or utilize what you've heard me refer to as the yellow brick road system of organic business strategy. And that is what I use every day in my business, and it's what I teach my clients. So the fact that I'm further along, maybe I make more money, maybe I already have achieved a certain level of success, I'm still using the exact same system, the exact same model, and having to do all of the same activities that I did over the years on a smaller scale as I've been building, right? That's what scaling means, right? You take what's working and you make it bigger, right? So right now, I actually have, um, I, I think it's like four clients that are currently doing um, workshops. Some are virtual. One for sure is in person. And they're not two-day events that are eight hours each day. They're 90-minute things happening on Zoom or in person. And What's really interesting is that my clients have the same experience that I have putting something on. It's just on a different scale. Obviously, they're not making journals and tape. They don't need tablecloths and catering and whatever. But when it comes to the creating of the content and the marketing and the promotion and all of the things that go into making something successful and successful does not necessarily mean that it's revenue generating or that it is, um, you know, successful, meaning that it's got a bazillion people signed up. Successful means that it went off the way you wanted it to, which was that you did all of the right activities to um, put it together. Then you did the right activities to get people to sign up for it. Then the experience of the people once they signed up for it was what you want it to be so that it makes them feel like they might want to work with you and what you actually do when you deliver the content and then what you do afterwards. And all of that is stuff that has to happen. 
And I think that many of us wish that all we had to do was decide that we want to make this wonderful thing, a workshop, a two-day big event, you know, whatever. And that once we decide we want to do it, we just tell people about it. And then we get to kick back and just start focusing on making on, on our content, our part of it and getting it really good. And that somehow the universe is going to send all the people to us. Right. That all we have to do is announce. And you've heard me talk about this, that announcing is not launching, you know, Um, and that that's what we wish. We wish that all we had to do is just say we were doing it and then go away and then people would just show up. And that's not the way that it happens. And so unfortunately, the way that it happens is that we decide we want to put something out there, whatever it is, again, a one hour thing or a two day thing or a seven day thing or you know, whatever. It, it, this event that I'm doing this weekend is different than a retreat. I've led many, many retreats and retreats are not usually, um, I'm calling this a retreat, meaning, um, I do think that this is a retreat, meaning it's like, take yourself out of your normal routine and out of your normal life and put yourself into a place for two days where you can immerse yourself and eliminate outside distractions so that you can like accelerate a transformation. So that is technically what a retreat is. But I've led many yoga retreats where it's not like I have to worry about like the content for the whole day. It's like, we do a yoga class, then we like go have lunch and then we, you know, do some sort of a, of a, of a fun activity and then have a massage and then do another yoga class, you know, um, which is very different than what I'm going to be doing at Passion and Prosperous Live, which is essentially, you know, uh, taking the kind of stuff you hear me talk about on the podcast and translating it over into, you know, um, teachable content with worksheets and handouts and, you know, and slides and transformation and exercises and things that are going to help people to really like up level, up level their mindset, up level their business, up level their strategy, up level their actions, right? And literally leave different, leave different in the best possible way. And so it's a lot of planning for just how I'm going to be able to do that, right? Advanced planning of creating these slides and creating all of this stuff. There's, 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 there's room for improv, but also if I want to have my assistant make me all my beautiful slides so that I have some visuals so that I also can, you know, keep my, keep myself on track, um, and if I want to have the awesome playbook that's 25 pages, if any of you have ever taken any of my courses or works, even my free stuff, you know, I'm like, I'm like a worksheet queen. I love worksheets. I think that they're so important and effective when you're not just working one-on-one with someone, especially. I also think that worksheets help you um, to get what's in your brain or even in your heart, uh, you know, out. And once you get it onto paper, then you can actually do something with it. You can shape it. You can turn it into something. So I'm really big on worksheets. So anything you ever attend with me, there's always going to be like some sort of like awesome thing, right? Accompanying it. So I've been working on that. And this has been, I mean, it is so much. And so when I was getting ready to record the episode today, 
I I actually first thought, oh my God, I can't believe I have an episode to record today because my brain is so in the mode of the event that my my it's hard to shift out of content for the event and into what do I want to talk about on the show today. Um, and so for a moment I was like, oh man, oh my God, I have to like, I have to like, like flip brains, you know, I have to like split my brain and decide what I want to tell everyone today. Um, and so, you know, when it came time to do that, I, I, that was what came to me is I was like, I need to talk about this with everyone. Oh, I know what I was going to say. What I was thinking all day today, all right, was, oh my God, I can't believe how long it takes me to do this. I can't believe how long it takes for me to like really map out this content to really solidify what I want this to be. And then, and I wasn't thinking there was something wrong. I wasn't thinking like, this is wrong for other people. It's fast and easy. That I was not thinking, but I was thinking, oh my God, oh my God, I can't believe how long this is taking. And then it reminded me (laughs) of, first of all, that we have an episode called Why Is Everything So Hard, which has everything to do with what I'm talking about, with the fact that things take a long time, brainstorming takes a long time, creating your content takes a long time. And then I was thinking about how I've been getting some messages from my clients that are doing their own uh, events right now, their workshops and their events on a different scale, but that they are having the experience of, first of all, realizing how much how much they have to do, that they have to create the content, that they have to market, that they have to have a way for people to sign up, that they have to have the emails that go out, that they have to be prepared to have emails that go out after, that they have to write the copy for the page that people would go to and decide if they want to sign up. Then they have to write write their copy. Then they have to make a worksheet, right? And, you know, I mean, they don't have to, but but because I'm their coach, they, you know, they want to because they see me doing it. And, and that's awesome, right? The the only reason why I'm even able to do well, I don't want to say that. I think I'd be able to do my my um my event um without, you know, like having a coach that's done it before me. But man, let me tell you, it really helps. And I model and emulate so much of what I do on how my coach, like I look up to her, right? I see her doing the things and I'm like right behind and I'm like, okay, that's how I can, I can know a lot about what, about what to do. Can I actually like know the experience of doing it before I do it? I cannot. Can I actually know the experience of what it's like to be creating this kind of content while also managing all of the, the, the other aspects like the printing and the design and writing all of the copy for the, for the, for the materials and for the things that I had to go get, you know, the, the, make the folder pretty and tell my, my designer like what we want and get the, the name tag lanyards with like the pretty thing and, or <laughs> there's just so much ordering. There's so much stuff. There's so much creating. There's so many logistics, right? Um, can I, could I have known how to do all of that until I was doing it? Could I have known what it was going to feel like to be in the, like what you've heard me call is the squeeze. I'm in the squeeze right now, you guys. Um, could I have known any of that in advance? No, but because I have a mentor coach who has done it, 
Does that help? Absolutely. So all of the people that work with me, right? Anyone that comes to all my free things, probably those of you who listen to the show, you probably believe that what I say, I hope that what I say about how to have a a successful service-based business, if you don't want to just, you know, try paying for advertising. And the reason why I say try is because it doesn't work, uh, you know. um, But for those of you who want to build your business by emulating me, which you should, you can, you should, I hope you want to. That's what the show is about. It's like me literally teaching you what I do myself. And the fact that like, that what I teach for beginners or for like starting your business or when you're still in the early stages, whatever you want to call it, is the exact same thing that that not, not only that I did to to get my business off the ground, it's how I made my first six figures and it's how I continue to scale my business and make multiple six figures, right? And so what I teach is the, the model that has worked for me. And so the people that that follow me, work with me, coach with me, um, want to use that model. Now, is it possible to have a successful business without creating content or without doing talks or workshops or offering free, you know, things like that um, in order to attract people and to build your no love and trust with them? Yeah, it is. I'm not going to lie. Is it possible to just build a referral-based business or what I call a conversation-based business, which means that you are just out in the world all day, every single day, networking and talking to people so much that you grow your business just by word of mouth, meaning your own mouth (laughs) and then other people's mouths? Um, Is that possible? It is. But man, you've got to know that like that that you've got to know that you're reaching a shitload of people that way. You've got to know that like that's your life or your lifestyle, that you're exposed to so many people or that you have done so much work to um, to to network and and, or, you know, or that you have some crazy ass referral, you know, like set, set up um, or that you charge so much for your services that you only need a couple of clients at a time and it's very referral based you know like that kind of like ex- exclusive thing how like when pe- someone says oh well you want to work with my coach because she only works with a few people and she's really expensive you know and then someone goes ooh i want that um that could be your model <laughs> but that's not my model you know so anything other than a a, a word of mouth conversation-based, um, you know, networking, in-person, um, anything other than that is a business that requires you to create something, some sort of content that gives people a, a way of, of finding you or, or knowing about you, experiencing you, um, getting to like kind of decide if like, if they vibe with you, if they resonate with you, right? And, that's content. And creating content is what I essentially teach, right? As, as the way of reaching more people in addition to word of mouth. 
because I believe that word of mouth is really important. Um, so I'm not saying eliminate it and don't and don't wake up every day and think, who do I know? <laughs> that should be your first question when you wake up and you're like, I would like a client. You know, I wonder how to get one. And then your next thought should be, who do I know? Like, who could I reach out to? Who, who, who have I been talking to? You know, who did I meet or, or whatever? Or it's who can I meet and go out and try to talk to people? But then the very next thing is, well, how do I, what do I want to do to, um, move the needle in my global attraction. I call global, I call it global attraction because I don't like to only say social media because I think that that like upsets a lot of you because I don't ever want you to think that I think that you have to only have a business that is on social media. Okay. But uh, you will always hear me say that social media is a free platform, you know, for you to market yourself. And so since it's there and it gives you access to people you would not otherwise have access to, then, you know, like, why not just decide that you're going to use it? You know, like you could have a relationship with social media where you're like, social media is my bitch. You know, I just use it. I use it, you know, if that makes you feel better so that you're not feeling like, all the other feelings about social media, um, which are possible to have. So, but I digress. So anyway, so what we're talking about here is that I'm putting on this big event. I have clients that are doing smaller things. And I realized when I was getting ready to come on to, to do the show today that I was like, I'm just going to talk about the reality of the behind the scenes because, because I, know that like right now I have a client who, you know, whose workshop is not for two weeks and she's already thinking she should cancel it because she doesn't have a lot of signups besides like a couple of friends. And I'm having to coach her, coach her off, off a ledge and say, what do you mean? Like you have two whole weeks. That's like, that's like me deciding, you know, like that I wasn't going to do Passion and Prosperous Live, you know, when I didn't have the number of people that I wanted yet, you know? And the other thing is, I was just telling someone, I, I, I was just telling, I used this quote, like I think to my own, to my own team, uh, because they were like, do you want to keep, you know, promoting the event? Like, even though it's happening this week. And I was like, in the words of Lenny Kravitz, it ain't over till it's over, right? I'm gonna promote that shit until until the day of. If someone wants to join me virtually on November 11th, you know, and they sign up before the Zoom link goes out, more power to them. I want them there, you know. So we can't give up on our shit. We can't give up, you know, and we have to be realistic about what it takes. And when I was, you know, I always um do like a draft title when I'm preparing like my the, the audio file and the and like I take some notes before the episode. And literally the draft title of this was what it takes, what it takes, what does it take to to do this? Right. And so if you're faint of heart, you know, and you and you are going to like and you're going to get like you're going to want to run away and 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 not follow through when it's not even like when the going gets tough. It's just when the going is going. It just is the way it is. We've got to promote our shit until the minute it happens. We have to. um be working on our content while also working on the other details. And then on top of that, life happens. I have one client who, you know, was in the middle of offering a series, uh, you know, a workshop that, that had, you know, like five 
classes or whatever. It's an in-person thing. She's got two little twins that are like two years old or less, maybe like a year and a half. And, and she, they got sick. She got sick. And she, you know, literally was messaging me and saying, I have to, I think I have to cancel tonight. And I was like, then you should. It's going to be okay. Like people are not going to like be like, oh, she had to cancel because she got sick. Now I'm never going to go to her workshop again. You know, I'm not going to work with her. And, you know, life happens. I got sick. I had to postpone the recording of this. You know what else happened when I got sick for a week? It, I lost a week of working on the content for the event. Not that like I'm not going to do it, but meaning I'm not doing it as comfortably as I wanted to. I did not want to be working on giving my assistant the outline of 55 slides today, four days before the event. I wanted to be doing that two weeks ago. But the reason it didn't happen was because I was sick. Right. Um, I also ordered these awesome folders that are so beautiful. I couldn't wait. I was like, oh my God, everyone's going to get this like folder with their playbook printed inside of it. And then guess what happened? I used some fucking company and I discovered a few days ago that they never sent my order. And it's the, they have the worst customers. So I have this experience, just so you know, I've been going through a, a harrowing experience over folders. Uh, it like ruined my weekend. <laughs> and guess what? Today, while I was trying to make those 55 slides, I also was back on the phone with them and telling them they needed to give me a refund. And then I had to find an emergency place to reprint the folders for twice the amount while also just really needing to do the content so that I could stand up in front of everyone on Friday and feel amazing that I've got this awesome stuff to give you, to give all of you, those of you who are coming. Um, you know, and so like, this is business, life and business. When you're an entrepreneur, when you're, when you're doing whatever level you're at, and you are an entrepreneur if you're trying to do your own thing. You know, um, years ago, like, uh, well, how many years ago? It was like, it was uh, before the pandemic, <laughs> pre-pandemic. That's Soon it's going to be like BP, you know, <laughs> BP. Everything's going to be BPAP before the pandemic, after the pandemic. Before the pandemic, I was working with a coach. I, I had signed up to be in a big mastermind and um, and I got, I don't know, like, when we started, one of the things that she told me to do was like this market research around like who my like around my niche and whatever. And it was really funny because because this was a coach who had just met me and she was telling me that I coach entrepreneurs. And I, you know, was I was sort of in this weird place where um, where I, I was I wasn't fully calling myself a business strategy <laughs> coach because I was still sort of like, but I'm a life coach and who am I to be a business coach? Like, I don't have a degree. I was going through all of that imposter syndrome. And um, and then she was like, but it is what you do. Like, that's who comes to you, you know? And it was true. Like, everyone coming to me was coming to me for help with their business. It was like a lot of coaches and yoga teachers and wellness professionals. And everyone wanted me to help them do what I do, right? Help them to attract clients and create clients and create programs and all this stuff. So anyway, um, so I send out this, uh, 
I sent out an email to like, I don't know, about 30 people that like were either on my already, you know, like they were people that were, some were working with me already, some weren't, but they were like my yoga students that had businesses, blah, blah, blah. I sent out this thing and I basically said, just check every, any one of these words that, that you feel applies to you or that you resonate with. Right. And it was this huge list of like, you know, heart centered, soulful, um, uh, you know, like creative, whatever. And one of the words was entrepreneur. And out of like 30 people, all people who were coming to me for their business, whatever, one person checked the box entrepreneur. And I thought that was so interesting. Right. And so I'm here to tell you that, like, if you are having your own business and you are trying to attract clients to pay you directly, not through a middleman or a third party, and you don't work for someone else who's getting you the clients and paying you a salary, you are an entrepreneur. And even if you don't feel like one yet, like even if you don't are not making a, you know, what you feel is a lot of money, or maybe not any money yet, maybe you're still having a hard time finding clients, which if that is true, then Right now, in this moment, by the time you're listening to this episode, the Passionate and Prosperous Academy has officially opened its doors. And what that means is that no matter when you're listening to this, at any point, starting from now, forever, you can join us. This is an open enrollment program. The Passionate and Prosperous Academy is a one-year business development and personal growth program where I will teach you every freaking thing I know. That's, that's what is happening in the program. Um, and you can start at any time and you can just be in the community and you can be with me and you can be with everybody else and be in a high vibe and have so much support and so much accountability and so much like clarity and stop like spinning your wheels and stop doing things that aren't working and stop like looking around and comparing yourself and then doing shit that you don't know why you're doing it and getting no results. Like, right. Like that's why I created the Academy. And I just realized as I'm recording this, that by the time you listen, it's available. You can sign up and we officially, officially start in January for like literally the first class. But whenever you listen to this, your year can begin on the day that you sign up, right? And then you're in for a year and you get all the content, you get all the live classes with me and everything. Okay. So, um, so the, what brought me to, uh, to tell you that was if you don't have any clients and you're feeling shitty about that, this may be a really important opportunity for you to take. Right. So, but anyways, but you got to think that you're an entrepreneur if you're wanting to have your own business, right? And so what comes along with that is all the business stuff. And, you know, I know what it, I know, like, I know, I wish, well, that's not true. I was about to say, I would love to just show up on Friday and Saturday and just deliver, you know, and that is partially true. Um, but I also do, I'm secretly like, you're going to hate me for this, but I actually do like the, the event planning stuff. You know, like when I was an actor before I was a yoga teacher, my favorite money job that I had was in, was, um, not the cater waiter part, not the waitering part, but I eventually became like the head of the event 
person. Like I was always like the, the, the person that ran the catering event. Um, I love planning events. I loved planning my wedding. I know a lot of people find that very stressful. I loved it. Um, I love making parties. I love entertaining. I, so, so there's something about this event that feels like I'm entertaining everyone. I'm like, I'm inviting them into this like amazing space to have an unbelievable experience. And I like doing that. And I've done so many retreats and so many events and whatever. So I like that aspect of it. But for those of you who don't like that aspect of it, well, first of all, you never have to do an event like this if you don't want to, or you can uh, get to a point in your business where you can pay other people to do all of the stuff that you don't want to do. That's always a possibility, right? But at a minimum, you're probably going to need to create some sort of 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 mini version of this, even if it's 90 minutes, whether it's in person or online, that requires you to do all of the stuff that feels like prep, right, to get it going. And the prep is not only the part that has to do with you prepping your actual stuff you're going to deliver, but it's all the other stuff that, that goes along with it, which is how we get people to come to our stuff. There would be no reason to do our stuff if no one was there, right? So all of that, oh, and then all the stuff that we have to do after because you're not doing this only for fun. You're not doing this only in service. You're doing anything that you're doing like this because you're hoping that it's leading to something, that it's leading to people wanting to work with you, that it's leading to people taking another step, that it's leading to them either wanting something as simple as a discovery call with you, or you literally are offering them an opportunity to pay for something right away, right? And so in order to have your event, whatever it is, a little one, a big one, in order to have your event yield success like that, you have to have a plan, right, for what happens after it, right? We don't just give people an experience and then send them away and then, and then again, just hope for the best. Sometimes that works. Like sometimes someone on their own immediately says, I want in, I want to do this, I want to work with you. I mean, that's great. It's happened to me uh, many times, but it's not because I just deliver my event and then go, okay, bye. You know, it's because I deliver my event and at the event, I say, by the way, this is available for you and I sell it, right? And so, you know, you've got to do something and you have to prepare for that. Like none of that is like, none of that is just like a fluke, right? And then what happens afterwards with what we call nurturing, a nur- you know, whether it's an email sequence, right? So that was one of the messages I got today was like, you know, oh, what do I need to do after? What's the, what kind of nurture sequence should it be? What should the emails say, right? And there's all of this stuff that goes into it. I already have been, you know, like, I mean, for this event, there's so many emails. There's different emails that go to the virtual people, then go to the people who are coming in person. So like every couple of days, we've got multiple emails going out. I write them. I have to tell my assistant to put them in our system. And then we have to keep track of making sure that the right emails are going to the right people, you know, and that they're scheduled and that they're going out on time and that all the links inside of them work. We just had an email go out to the virtual people. Thank God it wasn't the final one. But the other day saying, oh, here's where you will log in to get your playbook. And someone clicked on the button and then wrote me and said, the link doesn't work. And I was like, fuck. 
back. You know, I mean, not the end of the world, but this is the stuff that happens, right? This is the stuff that happens. I'm literally praying. I'm, I have been praying and visualizing. Okay. And I don't really pray. I'm using that word. I've been visualizing and thinking about success for all our tech, right? We've got like, we're recording this uh, audio. We're recording it live. Like the podcast, my producer is going to be there. We've got a full sound setup. I've, we, we are filming it. That filming is also what's going to zoom. I have an assistant who's only going to be doing the zoom experience so that there can be breakout rooms and so that you, you know, the people on the zoom can see the slides properly when we show them, um, so that there can be a chat going so that they can feel engaged so that I can see their chat. I'm going to be on Zoom on my iPad, like up on the stage. Um, and you know what? I am fucking like, uh, all I can think about is please don't let anything go wrong with the tech. Please don't like let that, like let there be a, a techie problem. But you know what? There may be, I mean, I'm not even going to put that out into the universe, but all I'm saying is that shit like that happens all the time. And it happens on a small scale. I've been teaching my stuff on Zoom from my apartment and have people being like, your sound is going in and out, you know? And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. My equipment's working, my, you know, and like it's Zoom and there's nothing I can do about it. Zoom decides when I have a certain amount of people on the screen that like my sound is fucked up. Like that's what Zoom does to me. It's like a Zoomy punishment. There's nothing I can do about it. You know, I've had I've had instances where I were in a paid program that everyone was was guaranteed replays that I forgot to put push record and didn't have it and then felt so guilty that I basically delivered the class live again so that I could record it. So these are the things that happen. And what I want you to know is that it doesn't mean anything bad. It, it doesn't mean you're bad. It doesn't mean that you're not good at things. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that like you can't do it. It doesn't mean that you, things are going wrong. It means none of that. And when it feels like long and hard, like I just told you it was today, I'm not, not even hard, long, like where I'm just like, oh my God, it is taking me so long to write these slides. It's taking me so long to figure out exactly what I want to say, like, so that it like comes out in the right flow. Um, it's taking me so long to like finalize these worksheets. It's taking me so long. And I'm having those thoughts. Oh my God, it's taking me so long. But what I'm not thinking is there's something wrong with me. And I just think that with some of you, maybe all of you, I know for sure with a lot of my clients that things like things taking a long time for them to like come to fruition or for them to like get their ideas together or, um, it taking a lot of effort to get people to sign up more than just posting it once on social media, but actually having to do personal outreach, actually having to like talk about it every day, post about it every day. And then all this other stuff comes up with like, I don't want to be salesy and I don't want to be annoying and I don't want to be, and I'm not saying that to be like, make fun of anyone. I'm just saying, I get it. I know these thoughts and our job is to not operate from that part of our brain. 
That is what I call your human brain. And your genius brain is the brain that knows how important it is for you to get people in the room with you so that you can deliver your genius and your expertise and your value to them because your genius brain knows that if you can give someone an experience, a taste, if you can have them have some sort of outcome, if you can get them face-to-face with you in Zoom or in person, and they could experience you and they could get a, a hit of your energy, your genius brain knows that they're going, if they're the right person for you, if they're your ideal client, if they're right for you, they're going to want to take another step. That step may be to, to invest. That step may be to come to your next thing. It may be to stay on your email list. It may, there's a million things that people can say yes to before they're saying yes to investing. That's just an important thing to remember. But your genius brain is the brain that must be marketing and promoting and showing up every day. Your genius brain is the brain that must be. And so what I was saying earlier was like, you know, dealing with the folders. That was my human brain toggling out of genius brain while I was trying to do this important work and having to deal with this super annoying situation, right? So, you know, like your human brain has a very important function, (laughs) but that's not the brain that should be dictating to you whether or not like you're getting good results because your human brain is judgy. It's critical. It like it, it's constantly looking for things that are wrong. It's it's constantly like trying to make you think that like you're not doing things the right way. It's putting self-doubt in you. Why is it doing all of that? Well, well, first of all, it's an it can be an asshole. That's first of all. But then second of all, it's doing it because it thinks that it's protecting you. It thinks that it's protecting you. Why? Because if your human brain goes, oh my God, you don't have enough people signed up and it's it's only two weeks away. Oh my God, you should cancel. Why does your human brain want you to do that? Because your human brain thinks that it's protecting you from this incredible, disastrous embarrassment of getting up to the day of your event and having no one there. That's what your human brain thinks it's doing. Your human brain thinks that it is saving you from this horrible outcome, right? And it's not. Your genius brain knows that you must do what you're here to do. Your genius brain knows that you must put the event on. Your genius brain knows that people need you. Your genius brain also is the brain that knows that because it's the one that listens to the podcast, (laughs) that knows that in order to get people to come to our stuff, we have to tell them about it a bazillion times. And so your human brain, right, that's going like, oh, my God, you know, everyone's going to be so annoyed with you. You should not talk about this again. You already said it last week. Why do you think you need to, like, say it again? Your human brain is doing that. And that is not right. Your human brain knows nothing about marketing. Your human brain knows nothing, right? You just have to think that. And you have to think about your genius brain. And you have to think about your genius brain being the brain that runs a business. And that brain knows that it takes many, many times of you putting something out in front of people before they say yes to it or before they even see it or before it even registers in their brain, go back and listen to, do you have a visibility problem? Um, that's an episode, you guys. Uh, you know, and so I, 
I guess what I want to do is I want to start like kind of like wrapping up here and 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 sort of coming back to the original reason why I decided that on a day when my genius brain is being used to its capacity, feels like it is maxed out, that I was like, but I am showing up. I am going to record this episode, even if what I have to record is telling you what's going on behind the scenes four days before a big event. Because I want you to know that this is the experience. I want you to know that the experience is that it feels a little hairy. It feels a little bit like angsty, you know, just with like how much is happening at once. It feels like I've got a lot of balls in the air. It feels like it's, it almost feels like it's too much. It feels like, wait, I can't do all that content, but I know I can because this is, this is my work. This is my job. This is what I do. This is my business. And I show up for you. And that's literally the only reason I do the show. And it's why I'm doing the event. So whenever I start to question what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, how I'm doing it, what it takes, I always bring myself back to my big mission and my big why, which is to have massive impact and to help other people to succeed, to help other people to experience transformation, to help other people, okay, to to take big actions and do the things they want to do. Because I fully believe that you are not here to stay stuck, to be miserable, to to think that you can't do what you want to do, to get caught up in your human brain, to stick around toxic situations that aren't working for you out of fear that you won't be able to like take care of yourself or make your own money. Like this is my mission. And all of you that like listen and that come to me and that I work with and that, you know, we're all the same. We're all creative, heart-centered mission-driven, service-based healers and wellness people and people who just want to help other people be more successful or get better or have better lives or think better or whatever it is, right? And therefore, that but what comes along with being us and being all those amazing things is that we also have some beliefs that must be overridden, changed, rewritten, upgraded that have a lot to do with whether or not we can be good at business, whether or not like where, you know, we can have this, whether or not we can be successful, whether, you know, and the fact that it's hard, that it's hard to make money as anything other than something with a salary or something where you work for someone else, that everything is hard, hard, hard. And so what I want you to come away from today thinking is it's not that it's hard, meaning impossible, it's not that it's hard and not and and cannot be done or that if it feels like a stretch for you or like you have to step out of your comfort zone or like you have to take a risk or you have to do something that like doesn't ugh, feel like you know what you what you know yet that none of that it means that that you're not doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing and that the experience of of birthing something like a two-day event or writing a book or creating a program and launching it or doing a one-hour workshop and putting it out into the world, that the experience of doing that may be uncomfortable. It may require you to stretch yourself. And that's why I keep saying it doesn't matter if it's a one-hour workshop or a two-day event or a, or a, or whatever. 
Because all that matters is that you know that whatever it feels like to you, whatever amount of stretching and uncomfortableness and taking actions that you're like, eh, I don't, ooh, I don't want to do that. My human brain doesn't want to do that. Like that, that any amount of that, right, is justified. It's fine. And the number one thing that you have to do is know that like you got to do it. You got to have that experience. And when it gets uncomfortable, you got to stay the course. It's fucking uncomfortable. And life is always getting in the way. And folders don't get printed and shit goes wrong and tech happens and people get sick and you get sick and you get and your kids get sick and, you know, you have to to do this. So many things happen. So many things happen. And it'll happen to you. It happens to me. It happens to all of us. And you are the one who makes the decision. And I'm not saying any of this to try to make you feel like you're a slacker or like you're weak or like you're, a, you know, pussy. <laughs> like I'm not, that's none of that. That's not my intention. But what I am here to say is I want to model for you. I want to represent. I want to keep telling you the truth about what it takes to do all the stuff I do. Because even if you don't want to do the same things I do, it's still going to be the same experience for whatever it is that you want to do. And that's what we're here for. So that's what I have for you today. Um, You're listening to this after the event. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I know that this event is going to be so fucking amazing. I know that. And I know that the next few days are going to make my head fall off too. And I also know that I'm going to show up there on Friday and I get to see all of you, whether it's like live or, or on, you know, virtual. And guess what? It's going to be immediate. That's the payoff. Immediately. That's the payoff. Right? And so I already know that. I already know that that's what's happening. I, You've listened to the show enough to know that I am a big future self, um, you know, like, like person. Uh, I don't know, future self practitioner. And I am, I've been, I've been talking to my future self about this event for months. It's the only reason I was able to even like, even get the venue and drop that deposit when I did months ago is because my future self and I were already collaborating. And so I know what's going on in the future because I've been talking to that version of myself for a while. So um, that's what I have for you. Uh, I hope that when you're listening to this, you'll have been at the event and that this is has been fun for you to listen to. And um, that's it. So I will be with you next week. I'm sending you all the love as always. And bye. so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it.